Burkina for Your Thoughts was filmed, recorded, and produced on the lands of the Bidjigal people of the Uyghur Nation. I acknowledge that this podcast was made on what always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello and welcome to another episode of Wakina for Your Thoughts. I am your host, Lamar Wakina. Thank you so much for joining me here today. This episode is going to be a little <laughs> different, a little <laughs> spicy. Just kidding. I don't know if it's going to be spicy, but all I know is we're going off script. You heard that right, baby. No notes today. I'm also recording this at quarter to four in the afternoon, so if you hear traffic, I apologize, but I'm waiting for my laundry, so I thought I'd record a nice little ditty. I don't know if you call podcasts ditty, but whatever. Here we are. Um, I think this will be a little bit chaotic, which we love, but I have had kind of a shit past week. Like in general, but specifically about this one thing. So, you already know what it is. It's in the title of the video. I dress like a straight man now. So, for the longest time, I was just like, you know, the bad bitch that used to fuck with gender. I used to wear crop tops and makeup and just like, oh my god, just the baddest bitch energy oozing out of my pores was overwhelming, you know? And then, a couple months ago, something interesting started to happen, something fascinating, something terrifying. That's right, I started to dress like a heterosexual man. Look, I... I have no idea how that started. I have no idea even when it started. It just started. Like, I retired the crop tops. I started wearing jeans. I hadn't worn jeans in five years, bitch. You heard that right. No jeans in five years. And all of a sudden, I'm wearing the two pairs I own regularly. What the fuck? Oh, my God. This bitch was wearing jeans, he was wearing t-shirts, he was fucking wearing flannel, are you kidding me? It was a travesty. It was a travesty. It was overwhelming for a lot of people, and not in a good way. I remember I had a dinner where I met up with a friend of mine that I'd exclusively interacted with online. We'd never met each other in person before. Like, with the exception of a brief passing, you know, interaction. And then, we were invited to the same dinner. We get there. She was like, what the fuck is happening? I was wearing a combination of jeans, a white t-shirt, and a flannel shirt over that. Paired with a grey beanie. What the fuck? I know, I know. 
I was disgusted too. It was a time. And a lot of my friends started to notice. They were just like, yo, my guy, what's up? What's, what's happening? What, what is going on? And honestly, I didn't know. I did not know. But I was stuck in a rut of looking like a filthy straggit. I was wearing fucking singlets everywhere. I was, you know, for some reason thinking I should stop dyeing my hair. So, like, like I wouldn't even be clocked as a queer by strangers. It was wild. It was weird as fuck, my guy. It was a whole thing. It was a whole experience, you know? So this comes after, you know, years of me playing around with gender presentation, me, you know, wearing a whole bunch of, you know, quote-unquote female clothing, and, you know, this complete 180 shift was a lot, and I didn't know where it came from. I did not know where it came from, but we'll all be pleased to know that this changed exactly six days ago. So, for context, today is Monday the 15th of February, shout out to yesterday when indigenous people all over the planet celebrated the anniversary of when the icons in Hawaii murdered that fucking scumbag Captain Cook in what, 1776? I don't know. Iconic. So that that was yesterday. So it's the 15th today, and it's a Monday. I started wearing, you know, less straight clothing last Tuesday, you know, so, like, about a week ago, and, you know, it was literally because I was in a rush to the ER, let's not mince words, I was in a rush to the ER, but we'll all be pleased to know, first trip to the ER in my entire adult life about something that wasn't suicide-related. Oh my god, how refreshing. How fucking refreshing. Did I enjoy being in the ER? No. But I did enjoy not being forced to sit under supervision because I couldn't be trusted to be alone. I got to sit outside with all the regular people. Anyway, so because I was in rush to the ER, um, I literally had to throw on whatever clothes were available to me. And I haven't done laundry in a while. So those clothes available to me was a cute little shirt with birds on it and a matching pair of black shorts that were tiny. So, you know, that was a look. Um, I had to throw it together in like 30 seconds. Because I'm not going to throw together an outfit in five seconds that doesn't match. No, bitch. Multiply that time by six and have something possible. Because if I get seen in public, I can't be seen looking like trash. So, that was my look. 
go to the ER. By the way, I went to the ER because I was fucking cleaning my house and then I got mold cleaner in my eye. Bitch, that shit is toxic as fuck. Jesus, mold cleaner? Dude, I was terrified. Normally, whenever I, like, injure myself, I just pretend it doesn't happen until, like, the pain goes away or until it becomes unbearable. But, like, this time around, I was like, oh, shit, something is wrong. And I read the back of the label, hoping that my fears would be abated. And instead, they were exponentially exacerbated because they were just like, you should be using this wearing gloves and safety glasses. And I was like, I was wearing neither. And they were like, oop. Well, cold poison control. So I fucking did. And they were like, bitch, flush your eyes out for 15 minutes. I was like, okay. And then afterwards, they're like, bitch, go to the ER. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? They're like, no, bitch, we're not fucking kidding you. Go to the ER. So I have to fucking go to the ER. Anyway, so I go. It was packed in there. I was like, I didn't don't think any of you asked for this story, but I'm telling you anyway. I go there, and I'm just like, oh my god, um, I got mold cleaner in my eye. And they were just like, oh, okay, what's your Medicare you know, number? And I was like, oh, I'm not actually an Australian citizen. And they're like, oh, damn, that's going to be $300. And I was like, you can go fuck yourself. Um, I have $10 in my account after paying for the $10 Uber here, so... I might as well just go die, I guess. And they're like, oh, um, and I was just like, please, I'm in like a lot of pain and like maybe like bulk bill my insurance or something. And then I guess they realized that, you know, healthcare is a human right and we shouldn't be turning away someone that's like obviously in need of help. So I go and I see a nurse and then I feel, cause like, here's my problem, right? I have a ridiculously high pain tolerance. My pain tolerance is out of this fucking world. Do you know how I know? Because I literally had to wait until I could only sit with my back angled at like 37 degrees to be comfortable. Anything else was excruciating pain. And I was like, oh, this is fine. So, you know, pain tolerance, super high. So I was talking to the nurse, and I was like, oh, um, I have this thing where I also want to impress all the medical professionals with see me, because, you know, I want to be a good patient, incorrect, I want to be the best patient. So I'm just like, yeah, I did everything, I followed the instructions, you know, just bad bitch behavior, not that you ask, but she did ask. Um, anyway... So she's like, oh, that's good. You know, you'll be in to see a doctor. So then I'm like, sick. And then I'm waiting and an hour passes. And then like two hours pass. And I'm just like, ooh. My eyes have been itching this entire time. Then it occurs to me that if my brain is registering them as itching, bitch, these motherfuckers be burning. Oh my God. And then it hit me. Oh my God, my eyes are burning. And then... When I made that realization, I was like, oh my god. And then I started to, like, register that, like, I wasn't, it's not like the regular kind of, you know, eyes stinging when you're really tired. Because I only slept for two hours at night. It is just, like, a lot. I was like, oh my god, my eyes really are burning. 
and then I go to the front desk and then I'm just like, oh my god, um, what am I going to see a doctor? And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, I don't know, like, it's really crowded in there, you know, wait time might be up to three hours, and I'm like, oh, three hours, cool, 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 um, my eyes are on fire, like, they feel like they're burning, and, like, they were like, oh, yikes, my guy, let's see what we can do, so, you know, ten minutes later, I'm, you know, taken in, and, you know, I get to see, you know, a nurse and shit, and, you know, I don't hold this against them at all, like, I'm not fucking complaining, um, so what, what had to happen was I had to flush my own eyes out with iodine fucking solution. And, you know, these bitches be overworked and overstressed. So I'm not going to be like, why didn't you flush them out for me? What I am going to say is I am grossly incompetent as a human. <laughs> I am surprised I was able to flush my own eyes out. Um, this is where I realized that I should have told a friend to take me. For the ER. Hmm, I wonder why that never occurred to me. Interesting. Interest I love how you're here with me as I make this realization. Anyway, so I'm flushing my eyes out by myself, just having a great time. Um I accidentally jabbed myself in the eyeball, which was so fun. But anyway, all that shit happens and then you know, they take me to an eye machine, and bitch, they had to measure my eye pH. They had to measure my eye pH. Do you know what that fucking entails? You know the litmus paper you use in year nine science to put in hydrochloric acid and watch it turn red? Bitch, they used that same paper and shoved it into my eyeball. They shoved that shit in. Oh my god, I felt like I had paper cuts on my eyes on top of the fucking burning. Oh my god, it was a nightmare. Um, I love how I'm fully just processing my ER trip, but that's not even what this episode is about. Anyway, you're here for the ride, you're having a great time, and we love that for you. So, back to the ER trip. I, you know, go in, they work all this, like, uh, eye medicine, magic, and they're like, okay, you can go home. Here's some cream and eye drops to put on your fucking eyeballs because you're a dumbass that got mold cleaner in your eye. And I was just like, <laughs> thanks, bitch. So, um, I skedaddle and I walk home. And as I'm walking home, I cross the road and some fucking straggit drives past beeps his horn at me, and yells out the window. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Are you fucking kidding me? Why the street harassment? Hmm? Why? Why are you harassing me on the street? Why are you harassing me when I am listening to Hot, the B-side track from Twice's EP, Fancy You, and having the time of my life? Why would you ruin that? Bitch, you, it would have taken negative brain cells to not do that. You had to spend your limited brain cells to make the decision to ruin my day and then act on it, bitch. So, you know, I was there, tiny shorts, you know, cute shirt, 
And then I get like fucking harassed on the street. And I'm just like, you know what? This is not a vibe. This is not a vibe at all. Um, so after that, I just go lie down on some grass and continue listening to Hot, the twice B-side track from their EP, Fancy You. Um, that is literally how I'm going to be referring to this song for the rest of my life. It is so fucking good. It's such a good song. That shit goes off. It's so good. And I think Momo wrote it, which is like bad bitch energy to the max. I love that bitch. I love her so much. She's so talented. Anyway, so, just get cat cold. And I'm like, fucking Jesus. This feels not fun. So, yeah. That's what happens on a Tuesday. Then, on a Wednesday, <laughs> um, I put on a cute little number. I have more time to think about it, so I'm wearing, like, waist-high orange booty shorts, and then I pair them with, like, a mesh white crop top. That fit was chef's kiss, might I add. So, I looked great, and I felt great, you know. I had to go back to the hospital, so they had to make sure that my eyes weren't burned off. And, you know, I did get a couple of stares, but, you know, (laughs) I'm used to it. Anyway, so that's all fine and dandy. And then... I am walking to, I think I'm walking home. I'm either walking to uni or I'm walking home. And again, some fucking guy in a car drives past me and just yells out at me. Like, fully just yells at me. And, you know... I'm, like, fucking pissed at this point. I, you know, post a story about it, and then I'm kind of angry, but, you know, I don't really feel that defeated. I'm just like, fuck you, my guy. I'm gonna fuck your dad, and then I'm gonna fuck your mom. Because hashtag equality. So, that happens on Wednesday, and... You know, it's, it's just a time. So, Thursday happens, and let's see if anything happens on Thursday. Um, I genuinely love how I get to go to my Instagram, um, archive because I document everything on my stories because I'm basic and I'm convinced that I am an influencer so um Thursday what happened on Thursday I spent most of the day at uni but what I did wear was a mesh oversized turtleneck purple top you know Iconic. It looks great. I wore it um, for my Daphne costume for Halloween last year. 
so good. Highly recommend watching the TikTok I made about it. Um, but yeah, so I did anyone yell at me on Thursday? I think I'm convinced because I was wearing tiny shorts and Yeah, I think there was a pack of straight guys that were just, like, leering at me. I don't know, because I had to do all that, and then I did a bunch of phone banking, and then I had to go shopping. It was a lot, so I'd say there was a solid 50% chance that I got harassed on Thursday. Um... Actually, I, I changed. I think there's an eighty percent chance because yeah, uh, yeah, eighty percent chance. So that happens, and then Friday comes along. Friday, what am I doing on Friday? I'm just running errands. I'm going. I'm hanging out with. Um, one of my good friends, Danny, who I also co-host a podcast with, called How Are You Feeling? Highly recommend you check it out. But yeah, so I go to meet her, and I'm wearing, like, you know, high-waisted booty shorts again, and they're paired with, like, a neon, um, like, a long-sleeve mesh neon crop top. So it's a lot, like I'm doing a, I'm doing a lot. But you know, it looks cute. And then as I'm literally walking to the bus stop, some guy drive, drives past me and yells at me out of his window. Jesus Christ. Like, for like the fourth day in a row, the fourth day in a row, I am convinced that something happened on Thursday as well. Because I remember thinking on Friday, Jesus Christ, for the fourth time in a row, are you fucking kidding me? I remember having that thought. So something must have happened on Thursday. Um, oh my God, I remember what happened on Thursday. I think I was walking to the bus stop again. And then it was just like a, like a bunch of guys that were like walking together and then they, they were just like laughing at me or something. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I think that happened on Thursday. Friday, some guy yelled at me outside of his car, which was so fun. It was so great, you know? Um, and I was like, fuck, this fucking sucks. This sucks so much. Um, because, like, this, this was, this happened at the start of my day, you know? Like, I had so much cool shit planned. Like, I was gonna go meet up with a friend, and then, you know, do a bit of shopping, pick up a brand new shelf from Bunnings, put it together, have a cute little setup in my house, and then, like, learn some choreography. And 
this asshole just fucking ruins it. Just, you know, decides to drive past me and yell at me outside of his car window. Like, like, what the fuck? What the f- Like, when this happens, I'm like, so... Oh, like, I'm not even, like, I was over it when it first happened. I was, like, definitely over it when it first happened. But, like, for the fourth day in a row, I was just defeated, you know? Like, it, like it definitely did ruin my day. I was like, Jesus Christ. You know, the, like, they just kept adding on to each other. Like, for the fourth consecutive day? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. I was... It was just too much for me. I was just so overwhelmed by it. And then I was meeting up with a friend afterwards, so I had to, like, not be upset I mean, she would have been fine if I vented, but, like, I hadn't seen her in a while, and I didn't want to, like, be like, oh my god, this shitty thing is happening. Like, I wanted to talk about all the cool shit I was doing. Anyway, so that happens on Friday. And then fucking Saturday happens. Jesus. And Saturday just... Like, that shit, like, actually fucked with me, you know? Like, that shit genuinely, like, fucked with my head. Because I had to get up super early, um, because I was guest producing on a radio show that morning, right? So I had to get up early, had to catch a bus to the station, and, um, it was raining, so... I was, I, I was literally just wearing a hoodie and some shorts. Like, that's it. Like, a hoodie that covered my entire upper body and some shorts. And, you know, it's not that, you know, certain types of, you know, clothing or attire on certain types of bodies warrant any form of harassment. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all. But when, you know, I'm putting clothes on my body, I kind of have a bit of an expectation of, like, what level of harassment to anticipate. And I know that sounds shitty, but, like, based on dressing like this for, like, three years at this point I'm like I've seen all that shit like I'm ready you know like I'm just like oh shit's gone down if I put this on I need to have a bit of more of a stronger resolve than if I put that on you know so you know I literally just put on shorts and a hoodie and I was just like uh this is no big deal, whatever, you know, and I was so, like, after what happened on Friday, like, I was just so done, like, I was so done, 
I just didn't wanna like I just didn't wanna I didn't wanna look cute anymore, you know? Like I didn't wanna like I didn't wanna look like a bad bitch anymore. I didn't wanna like put effort into my appearance. I didn't want people to even look at me. I didn't wanna be perceived because like as great as the compliments and shit are like when I'm being perceived in such like a violently negative way like that shit just you know like it gets to you after a while like it fully gets to you after a while so this morning shorts and a hoodie no big deal I'm walking to the station (laughs) and like a car pulls up and um, they're at a red light, so and they're just like yelling at me, like not like yelling as in like shouting, but they're like calling out to me, and then I look back and like there, there's some like Islander guys, and I'm just like fuck, and obviously it's raining and I'm alone and it's early in the morning, so I'm just like I'm just gonna get the fuck out of here. You know, it's like a car full of dudes. You know, not the safest I've ever felt in my life, I will admit. And, you know, like, because this happened at, like, 7 a.m., I was just like, look, I don't want this to ruin my morning. Maybe they read, you know, or they saw the Fijian design on my hoodie, and they were just like, ah. Oh, brother are you one of us so you know i was like i was trying to be like maybe that wasn't harassment you know and you know there's some like forms of harassment that like arguably you know like when all of this happens i'm listening to music like there's stuff playing in my headphones and you know maybe they were just like hey you know, shout out my guy for now. And you know, maybe that is the case. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Trying not to let it get to me. And because I made eye contact with the dude and he didn't really look like he was making fun of me or that he was like, you know, like I didn't really see anything antagonistic in his face. I was more likely to believe that, you know, he was just calling out to me about, you know, just, like, maybe he thought, you know, we were from the same place or whatever. Because that's happened to me before. Um, you know, I've had people be like, hey, one talk. And then I'm just like, hey, you know, that shit happens all the time. You know, <laughs> just islander things. But yeah, so I was like, fuck, okay, well, that fucking, you know, sucks. But maybe it didn't. Who knows? So I go, produce on the show, have a great time, and then I walk back to the bus stop so I can go home. Fuck me, my guy. I, dude, this, uh, I was literally standing at the bus stop, holding an umbrella and listening to music. And then I just hear yelling. And I'm just like, oh, whatever. And then it doesn't stop. And I was like, what? And then I turn around and there's like an old lady on the other side of the road yelling in my direction. 
And I'm just like, um, okay. And then, because I turn around, she, you know, she sees me and she makes eye contact. And she's looking at me, but she's still yelling. I'm just like, oh, what's going on? And then I pause my music because I don't want her to see me take my headphones off. <laughs> That's a trick I learned. Um, and then she was just yelling at me, oh, are you a man or a woman? And she just keeps yelling that at me. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the actual fuck, my guy? Like, a hoodie and shorts. I was wearing a hoodie and shorts. Like, you, like, my back was to you. What, oh my god. Dude, this shit fucking, like, when that happened, and there were, like, two other people sitting at the bus stop, and... They were just watching the whole thing happen. And that just, like, added an extra layer of, you know, humiliation on top of it. It's like, wow, I'm being publicly harassed, and this fucking asshole has an audience. Oh my god. Dude, that, like, crushed me. I was like, wow. Five fucking days in a row. Five days in a row. Five days in a row, I am harassed just for fucking, like, for, I don't know. I don't know why they're harassing me, but they're doing it. And it fucking sucks. Like, holy shit. It... Oh my god. Dude, that shit fucks with you a lot. Like, that fucks with you so much. And it's just... You know... Like, queer bodies can never really just be left alone. And I just want to be fucking left alone. Like, I just want bitches to leave me alone. I just want to be out here vibing you know doing my own shit <sighs> like I'm not gonna lie that really just uh, I don't know it's just so isolating you know because you know, it is bad enough when people were, like, single, singling me out when I was walking alone. But then, like, to single me out when I'm, like, surrounded by other people and have, like, those people be like, oh, who fucking cares? You know, that shit kind of, like, fucks with you a little bit, you know? Like... And then I realized, you know, so that was on Saturday, and yesterday was Sunday, so, um, this only happened two days ago, and yesterday I was, you know, I decided to start filming TikToks, um, follow me on TikTok at Indigenous Chaos, but, you know, I was doing, 
you know, like, I don't know, a sketch, I guess. And without meaning to, I realized that I was putting on clothes that were, you know, very straight looking. Like, I was, like, I was literally wearing this t-shirt. You know, if you're watching the video, you can tell. I was literally wearing, like, a plain blue t-shirt and a plain black t-shirt with some fucking board shorts with women on them. Ugh. And then I realized, oh, shit. You know? Did I stop dressing this femme because I just kind of got tired of all the harassment? And, like, just upon reflecting on everything that's happened, I think if it wasn't the sole reason, it may have been one of the bigger reasons why, you know, because, I don't know, like, being harassed is just so dehumanizing, you know, it's just, like, so fucked up. It's happened to me so often, you know? Like, it's happened to me so often. And it's not, like... And it's not that it's humiliating. I mean, like, it is. But it's not just that. It's, like... Like, you feel like your safety is being threatened, you know? Because, like, the process of you being dehumanized... is, like, rooted in the fact that you're not seen as someone worthy of, you know, dignity and security, right? So, you know, you're just left feeling unsafe. You're left um, feeling humiliated. And that shit is not a vibe. <laughs> Like, it's really not. Like, this shit sucks so much. And it's just... <sighs> yeah, you know. And then... You know, just reflecting on everything that's happened... I'm just starting to realize how, you know, experiencing all of, you know, like, this specific form of violence has, like, subconsciously um, shifted my behavior. So, the way I've been navigating the world has actually changed as a result of this without me being aware of it. Which is fucking terrifying, my guy. Like, you know, like, I love putting, you know, cute fits together. I love, you know, just, like, the act of doing stuff like this, of making myself look good and, by extension, feel good, you know? Like, growing up in such a constrictive environment that, heavily policed the way I expressed myself 
and the way I, you know, looked and dressed, you know, there's something so incredibly liberating about, like, being a guy and saying, fuck you, if I want to wear a crop top, I'm going to wear a crop top. If I want to wear a mesh top, I'm going to wear a mesh top. If I'm going to do a full face of makeup, I'm going to do a full face of makeup. Like, that shit feels so empowering. Like, it feels so good. And and then, you know, when you take that outside of the bubble that you're in, you know, it attracts certain forms of violence and that should like oh and it's really hard because you know growing up it's just like oh don't let bullies get to you don't let haters get to you or whatever and you know that's cute and all when people are like walking past your locker and saying that you're weird (laughs) You know, but when it's people that look at you and think, ah, that's not a person. And I'm going to let them know that I don't think they're a person. Like, that shit fucks you up, you know? That shit fucks you up. And it's, holy shit, it's just, Like, like I can't even, (laughs) obviously, I can't find the words to articulate how it feels. But it's just, you know, it's like an actual form of violence, you know? And being specifically targeted with, you know, acute like queerphobic, transphobic, transmisogynoir-ic, I don't know, what, how do I, anyway, like, being targeted in these specific ways in an attempt to undermine my humanity, that shit fucking sucks, and it makes you feel like shit. You know? And, you know, before I decided to record an episode today, I remember waking up this morning and thinking, oh, fucking back to the jeans, I guess. And I wasn't even, like, I wasn't even joking. Like, I'm, like, I'm done, you know, at least for now. Like, I'm, like, I'm done being you know, dehumanized this way, you know, and that sucks, like, I shouldn't have to change who I am and change the way I express myself in order to avoid violence, but, like, that's, that's what it's come to, (laughs) like, that, that's, like, that's just the reality, and the thing is, I, you know, I have a lot of you know, like, safety nets with with this experience. Because, like, even though 
I am suffering from all this violence and even though it fucking sucks like at the end of the day I'm still like a six foot eight man that's physically imposing so a lot of this violence won't you know necessarily escalate to forms of assault the way it might for someone that's you know smaller than me you know and it's really fucking sick because like even then it still feels like shit and I've realized that I'm tired of being treated like this by strangers and it's taken such an acute toll on me and my mental well-being that I've decided that it isn't really worth kind of expressing myself the way I want to if it means, you know, keeping myself safe. And I feel like I'm so dramatic talking about it like this, but like that's what it is, you know, and it's, and it sucks because I, I made a TikTok last night that low-key went viral, like it's gotten like 11,000 views or something in under a day, which has never fucking happened to me before, and you know, I've been making TikToks for a while now, but like, they never really got two, like more than 200 views. And at first I was like, oh, this sucks. But like, after a while, I was like, oh, this is so cool because now I can make dumb shit without people, you know, seeing it essentially. So like TikTok for me was just somewhere I went to like, make really dumb stuff and if it was like cool enough that I wanted people to see then I'd put it on Instagram but you know being a black person online I just got a lot of you know racism and that's the same thing I get in person <laughs> you know in like my real life like I get a lot of like racist behavior I get a lot of racial harassment and you know like that shit sucks like there are a couple of moments where I was in the ER where like you know some of the staff dealing with me were a little bit racist and you know if I'm like constantly dealing with that you know constantly dealing with you know people fucking calling me a monkey on TikTok and like dealing with you know people just like treating me like I'm a threat in public, if I'm dealing with all of that, like, I don't want to fucking compound it with, you know, people seeing me as even less of a human because I present in a way that doesn't fit, you know, their perceptions of what a man should look like, you know? Because at the end of the day, like, I can't change my, you know my skin color I can't you know change the way I look under white supremacy like that's not something I have the ability to do so like everywhere I go I'm just constantly being met with you know 
various forms of racialized violence. So that's something I can't avoid. But I can avoid being met with, you know, queerphobic and transphobic based violence. You know, like if I keep my mouth shut so people don't hear the fucking quote-unquote gay voice. If I wear a beanie so people don't see my hair dyed. <clears throat> and if I just wear clothes that normal straight people wear, quote-unquote normal, aka disgusting, whatever. If I look like every other straight guy, then that, you know, cuts the harassment I received in half, you know? And, like, after a week, like, the one I just had, like, I'm gonna fucking do that, you know? Like, that sucks, but, you know, like, I'm, I'm so tired, you know? Like, racism is tiring. <laughs> like, like, I'm tired of, like, ch like constantly code-switching. I'm tired of, like, being hyper-aware of the amount of space I'm taking up and being, like, hyper-aware of the way I come across to, like, white people, specifically white women and white kids, you know. Like, that shit's already exhausting. And if... You know, putting on some jeans and flannel gets rid of the further possibility of people yelling out of cars at me and yelling across roads at me. Then I'm gonna fucking do that. I am gonna do that. And, you know, I know it sucks. And I'm sorry if you put this episode on in the hopes that it might be empowering or whatever, but, like, that's not the reality. Like, that's just not, you know? And, like, I doubt anyone's even going to listen to this or, you know, let alone listen this far in, but, you know, I felt like I needed to process everything that's happened because if you listen to the last episode, don't really have many friends around anymore. <laughs> um, so, like, all I kind of have, I guess, is my living room, aka my podcast studio, where I talk out loud and hope the words that come out of my mouth help me process everything that's happened. So, yeah, um... You know, fuck harassment. Fuck all of that shit. And, you know, maybe I can wear cool shit in my TikToks. Maybe I can just dress up and, you know, stay home. So I feel like, you know... I'm not necessarily losing a part of myself, but for now, I 
think I'm just gonna go back to dressing like a blind straight man. And that's such a shitty note to end on, but like, uh, that's kind of what you get, I apologize. Um, but yeah, if you, you know, stick around this long, thank you so much for listening. I genuinely do appreciate it. Um, if you, you know, like what you've heard, <laughs> um, you know, there are other more entertaining episodes out there, I promise. Highly recommend my K-pop episode, that should slap. But yeah, thanks so much for listening. Um... If you want to find me on social media, I'm at Lola on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's at L-U-N-G-O-L-W-E-K-I-N-A. On TikTok, I'm at Indigenous Chaos. Um, if you would like to check out any of my work, it's all on my website, Lola.com. That's www.lungol.com. I would really appreciate it if you gave this episode or this podcast a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening to your podcasts. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for, you know, entertaining me a while. I essentially have a therapy session for myself and have you listen in. But yeah, I hope you have... A wonderful rest of the day or evening and I'll see you next episode. Bye. Wakina for Your Thoughts is a podcast by Lungol Production. This episode was produced, edited, filmed and hosted by me, Lungol Wakina, and was scored by Richard Wakina. Special thanks to Richard Wakina for our incredible theme music. This podcast was filmed, recorded, and produced on the lands of the Bidjigal people of the Eora Nation. Podcast by Lungol acknowledges that with Tina for Your Thoughts was made on what always was and always will be Aboriginal land.